with the hottest cornerback in the NFL because he's on the hottest team in the NFL. We got Pat Sertan in studio. Pat, how is it riding a four-game win streak? Feeling great, man. Feeling awesome. Man, you to- I-, I just keep going back to, uh, what was it, uh, after the 0-2 start. Now, you didn't know it was going to go to 1-5 start at that time, but you're like, yeah. just calm down. It's going to take a little bit of time. A lot of new pieces in place. Still 15 games left. Then, uh, you know, when it was 1-5, and five, it was like, oh, my goodness. But now, look, I mean, 5-5, five and five, everything that this team wants is right in front of them. We're going to break that, that down. We're going to break down the Kareem Jackson suspension. We're going to break down the Browns and then this past game, of course. And welcome into the DNVR Broncos podcast. I got Super Bowl 50 champ Todd Davis, Henry Chisholm. And of course, we've got Pat Tan yes, rolling with us. How are we, how we <laughs> yes, doing today sir. after a perfect weekend for the Broncos? Not only Broncos get the dub, fourth yeah. straight, hottest team in the NFL, second place in the AFC West. But you see the Chargers lose. You see the Raiders lose. And then last night, you see the Chiefs collapse once again. Yeah, they're not the same Chiefs that they were, um, you know, in prior years. I'm happy to see. Um, I think there's in somewhere we can be top of the AFC West. So mm. uh, that's what my goal is. I'm not speaking for anybody else here. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? I'm pushing for the boys to really make a run for this thing. I mean, two yeah. games back. Two games back, mm-hmm. the AFC West lead. I mean, it feels good. Uh we just got all the momentum on our favor um, these last few weeks. I don't know what it is or what has happened, what's in the water, but you just tell the energy has changed. And the focus is from how can we get to win the games to where how can we get, you know, in this run, yeah. mm. which is what we got going on right now. So mm. it's crazy how, you know, times could change. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we're in a good position to do so. Yep. So, and yeah. you were the one preaching that about a month ago, just that it, things can turn around, and they yeah. did. And speaking of turn around, obviously, you guys have turned your season around, but you guys also may have turned around the Chiefs' season in the opposite direction. The stat that's going around last night about how the Chiefs are the worst second-half offense in the entire NFL, averaging just over five points per game. And they're on a streak right now of three straight games without scoring a point in the second half. Really? And you guys started that back oh, when, wow. when you yeah. beat them a couple yeah, of weeks yeah. ago. Shoot, kudos to us. <laughs> <laughs> you put a formula out there, second yeah, yeah, yeah. half formula. We yeah. found a formula. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, now we got to dive into, I guess, the news of the day. Kareem Jackson mm-hmm. yesterday suspended for four games. Right now, Kareem is going through the appeal process. Same uh, appealing officer that he had last time when it was reduced from four games to two games. We talked about it yesterday before the suspension came down. The three of us weren't surprised. Uh, it, we, we all expected some sort mm-hmm. of suspension. Did the four games kind of fit what you guys were thinking? Yeah, I think that that was uh, fitting. I think that I actually thought they were going to try to give him more because yeah, they gave too. him four the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's tough because I don't know how it's going to work out with the appeal. You know, they've already dropped it down to two. I don't know if they drop it down again. Um, but it's tough because he's a he's a good player, uh, passionate player. So I know 
the guys miss him when he's not out there for sure. Well, isn't Derek Brooks the appeals officer? Yep. I feel like that's got to bode well, right? Like a, it's like an all-pro linebacker who's deciding whether it's okay. <laughs> like he played in that generation. I, I, I trust yeah. Derek to do the right thing and cut that suspension down a little. Those bit Those guys change, man. When they start becoming really? the appeal officers, yeah, they're we different. <laughs> <laughs> they're not on our we'll side anymore. They're, the com- head they're completely <laughs> on the NFL uh, side. Are you saying guys change when they retire, Todd? Some guys do, not me. Oh, okay. Not, some, not, not, not all guys. guys. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's different type status. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <it's> true. <laughs> and Todd, I'm with you. I would be shocked if it's cut to two again. Yeah. I would honestly still be surprised if it's cut to three. Um, I think he's probably going to get the full four. And Pat, I mean, that that's your not only your teammate, but a guy in the secondary with yeah. you. How much of a blow is this, uh, whether it's two, three, four games, to not have Kareem out there? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just tough because, um, you know, Kareem, he's a physical guy. Um, and with the obviously with the rule changes now, it's sort of hard to sort of be because he's so accustomed to making plays like that, making hits like that. So it's like messing with his routine a little bit, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because he's got to play. It's like he got to play hesitant a little bit yeah. without allowing him to play freely. But um you know, I, I get like, you know, the head to head is a big issue and I get all that. But I just felt like, you know, watching the replay, um, I thought it was a pretty, you know, good hit under their under their regulations. Mm-hmm. But, you know, obviously once everybody started, you know, talking to NFL, started getting getting to it, um, you know, I believe the suspension was gonna happen yeah. at some point, but it's just unfortunate because you know, we got him back, and then it sucks to not have him back at the same time. So it's just a tough blow for sure. Yeah, and mm-hmm. we've seen, uh, you know, P.J. Locke, you on social media, Justin Simmons, yeah. and then we, we come to defend Kareem. And then, fittingly enough, Tom Brady has this rant about how mm-hmm. um, it's unfair the way that the rules are now. Tom Brady, an offensive player, yeah. who's saying the rules are just way too slanted toward the mm-hmm. offense now. He said... The way the NFL rules are, it now defensive players have to protect the offensive players, and offensive players don't even have to protect themselves anymore. And I mean, it just kind of fits yeah, in it, with this whole Kareem Jackson. I think it hurts the defensive players. I could say, yeah, um, allowing the offense to freelance, yeah, you know, kind of without, like what Tom mentioned, like it was before where, you know, you was teaching guys to protect themselves, yeah. offense to protect themselves. <laughs> now it's like regulated to a point where offense guys expect to get the call or expect mm-hmm. help from the ref. So it's a different type of game nowadays from yeah. before. Mm-hmm. But, I agree. Um, and just like Tom said, like there's complete areas of the field where he didn't even throw to. Like yeah. that was like not even on. an option because of who was on the other team. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think it's fitting that he waited until he retired and was done to say something about it. How many times did you guys hit Tom and he was looking looking for the ref oh, right oh, away every from time. Flag. <laughs> Without a doubt. Uh, and uh you think because Tom mentioned like uh, Ed Reed, Ray Lewis, if they would have played in today's NFL, they would have been flagged every single yeah. play. Yeah, it'd be tough for them. It would be. Sure. And then yeah. what I thought was, I mean, Kareem absolutely would have been a monster back in that day. And he kind of started back in that yeah. day. I mean, drafted yeah, in 2009. Yeah. And what is the equip? Because you, you mentioned, like, it's hard for him 15 years in to change the way he plays. What would that equivalent be like for you, like having to play uh, – 
linebacker just all of a sudden like change some part of your game so drastically after you've done it for your whole life? Yeah, I mean, it's just like when you got a routine in the game for plenty of years, you know, for his sake, it's like you're just so used to that routine, you know what I mean? Then obviously, like, obviously league, you know, sometimes things alter throughout the league, but to this, um, for this margin, like, I just think it's sort of extensive in a way yeah. because mm -hmm. it's not allowing guys to play their game. It's sort of holding them back. So um, I don't know. I mean, for my sake, it's like I'm dealing with it because it's my first couple of years, so I'm, right. I'm accustomed to it. But with him, mm -hmm. it's like how can I adjust but also play my game at the same time, which yeah. is tough. Yeah, so. mm -hmm. yeah, and I imagine one of the things that Kareem's going to say in his appeal process is something he told all of us last week of, uh, look, I asked for clarification on what I can do different, and mm -hmm. I never got a response. You guys never reached back out to me, so maybe that's something that drops the, the mm -hmm. appeal, but we'll likely find out the result of that today. And now we look at next man up. Hopefully P.J. Locke is healthy for this game. He missed this past game with an ankle injury. Um, if P.J. isn't able to go, it's DT Watch Jail Skinner, who just got mm -hmm. his first uh, uh, NFL action this past week. How do you adjust when you lose not just one safety, but two? And then Caden Stearns. I mean, he was also a guy that yeah. was being relied on. How, how does the secondary adjust to that? We just got to adapt and adjust. Um, but those guys are very prepared. Um, you know, they're, they take, you know, the right type of notes in the film room every day. Um, every time on the practice field, they get in their mental reps. So, um, I don't expect the standard to show the shift. You know, I expect it for it to be the same. So, and it's expected. So, um, obviously losing a guy like Jack, it's, it creates a hole because you don't get the same veteran presence and leadership. But mm -hmm. as far as play style, you know, I just think the standard stays the same. And uh, mm -hmm. I know those guys uh, know the type of role they have and, you know, next man, next up uh, yeah. mentality. So. Yeah, I was talking to JL on Friday. I, I talked to him for like 10 minutes, and he was running me through all the different things the Vikings do, what that means for the secondary. Yeah, stuff. He's he very smart. He yeah. seems like he's yeah, yeah. ready. Like, have you seen that? Do you think that he's ready to play if he gets his chance? Yeah, and he's he does it intentionally. Um, he's the type of guy that goes in the meeting room and just have his note, notepad out, mm -hmm. his pen ready, and just write pages and pages of notes. And it's, it's pretty cool to see because usually young guys – don't know how to really take notes, but mm -hmm. seeing him obviously like lock into that and take notes day in and day out is pretty cool to see. So mentally, I know he's prepared. And, you know, what I see from him each and every day in practice, um, you know, he's just been making plays. Uh, even if it's on the scout team defense, he's just be flying around. So I already know he's going to be prepared for sure. Mm -hmm. And the other if tough his name caught up. Yeah. You know? The other tough part with Kareem being out is that he's not in that meeting room. Like, like yeah, it'd be really nice if sure. they just let him in the facility and he could sit with JL or with DTR, whoever takes that job throughout the week and help get them up to speed. But that's yeah, that's yeah. the other tough part. Yeah, it is tough. I'm excited, though, for these young guys to step up. Um, yeah. It sucks that KJ has to step out. But if it's any indication by how the other young guys have came and played on this team, like, you know, we could have a lot of talent that is going to be shown, you know, once they stop on the field. Well, and it's obviously you never want KJ to be suspended or, or be out, but... As Sean joked last week when Kareem came back, he said, we've got a good thing going. Don't mess it up. And the good thing was going when K-Jack 
was out. So we know that the Broncos can win. The defense can be dominant without Kareem there. So if you want to just look at this from a, a positive perspective, they've done it without Kareem. Mm-hmm. Um, now, PJ is going to be big. And you mentioned the standard, Pat, and the standard the past couple of weeks for this defense has been insane. I mean, 17 yeah. points per game in this win streak. Um, 12 takeaways Huge. in the past three yeah. games. Uh, I mean, Todd said it after the five takeaways against the Chiefs. It's like, man, that was incredible. Yeah. There's no way they can do this again. And then you go out and get four. And I totally agree with Todd, so I'm not just throwing <laughs> you under. And then you go out and get four takeaways yeah. and then three takeaways this past game and uh, the past two games takeaways on the first series of the the, the offense. I mean, Huge. what is going on in the water there? I just think it's a testament to the emphasis we put on getting the ball uh, each and every week. Um, we make it a priority. Um, just flying around, uh, first man made a tackle, next man punched the ball out. Um, when the ball's in the air, it's all ball mentality. So it's just it's just days in and day out throughout practice, you know, emphasizing punching the ball, emphasizing on making players on the ball, and it just goes to show on Sundays. And, um, you know, when we make plays like that, it's, it's exciting for the team and as yeah. a whole. So, um, yeah, it's great to see. Is there a negative for emphasizing turnovers and takeaways that much or why wouldn't every team do this do you risk something there uh no there's no negative i think the worst part maybe is like if you try to punch the ball out and don't have the tackle secured then you know you don't get that guy you know is running for 15 more yards but um what they're doing right now is unprecedented they always try to ask me from my perspective like i haven't seen a group turn around (laughs) like this before so you know it's tough to even give my two cents on it because you guys are playing at a whole nother level like um i don't know if it was a bye i don't know if uh you guys are having like kumbayas to the side but <laughs> we going, whatever we going it is to, keep working we're going to Del frisco's every week yeah <laughs> oh, okay is that on vance <laughs> no no no, 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 no. <laughs> oh it's, it's a player's thing you are know those I mean? those are the videos that yeah. sometimes go up on instagram right mm-hmm. where you like yeah. draw the credit cards after yeah, yeah. <laughs> that gets that gets it's, intense. A, it's a tradition going on so we got to keep it going you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> did that start kind of when this streak started uh no so we went um, the week during the Packers week. Okay, that was yeah. like our first time going. Then we won, so After it was like, okay, we gotta yeah. do it again. And obviously the Chiefs came. We beat the Chiefs. And it was like, okay, we got something going. <laughs> sure. Then just kept going and going. So it's our tradition. So is that tonight? Nah, nah. I don't. I don't know when we're gonna do it. Okay. Obviously Thanksgiving coming up. Oh, so that's true. That's true. Um, we'll see though. You gotta get it but in. Gotta, yeah, yeah, you can't skip it. We gotta make it happen. So Del Frisco is. Is there a go-to meal there, or is it just being at Del Frisco's? Just being there. I just feel like the aura is great. Yeah, I don't know what it, it must is. be something in Del Frisco's because yeah. we used to go there it's too. Something in there. Uh-huh. We gotta, we gotta get the sales team on yeah. like this app. You know, get, get this yeah. sponsor here. Or I think yeah, Del just we need to be going to Del Frisco's every week. That works. Apparently, if you go to Del yeah. Frisco's, it helps your team. Have a good exactly. podcast. I like that. Yeah. So wait. has your has your card gotten pulled yet? It has. It has. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so how does this work? Okay. Everyone tosses their their cards in. Yeah. Everyone tosses their card in, and um, it's like car roulette. Um, you know. You draw it in the draw it in a bucket. Uh, I think the waiter yeah. picks the card up. Yeah, and it's the last three 
that's picked to pay the tab. So. Oh, you got split it between three? Yeah. Oh, okay. We used Which to is just, not bad. Not no, just not bad. <laughs> not just one, one, then that's, that's bad. Yeah. It used to just be one, and somehow it would always be like an undrafted free agent yep. or a rookie. Oh. <laughs> like every time. That's it was just bad. sad. Yep. Yep. Bond and Demarcus weren't picked ever. Uh, <laughs> uh, they would do it out the kindness of their heart sometimes, right. but in the roulette, yep. no, yep. never. Uh, is uh, If you're picked uh, the next week, do you get to like sit out? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. That's oh, okay, good, good. Because that actually would probably hurt a rookie at some point. It's like, yeah. I'm not even making any money <laughs> <Right>. anymore. <laughs> I know. But I'm having a good time with my guys. Yeah. Man, Del Frisco is the key. I love it, Pat. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, let, let's talk about uh, th this game because you guys second hottest team in the league going into that game, playing the hottest team in the league. And something I found really interesting was yesterday, Sean, or maybe it was right after the game, said Sean was caught off guard by Josh Dobbs and what he could do, his size, his mobility, his, his elusiveness. Yeah. Is that because Sean was more focused on the Vikings' defense, or were you guys a little surprised at what Josh Dobbs could do once you got on the field? Um, seeing what he'd done the past two weeks prior to our game, um, it's, you rarely see things like that, especially mm -hmm. him coming from a team, um, the Cardinals straight to the Vikings, then him jumping straight into that role, yeah. you know, for that offense and him making plays, you you rarely see things like that. But I just think what we've seen on tape, what jumped out is his poise and obviously his elusiveness plays a big part, but how poised he was, how smart and decisive he was with the ball and, you know, just creating plays for his offense was a big thing that jumped out. And it showed throughout some parts of the game Sunday. And uh, he's a he's a he's a good player for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and one of the things that he had really coming into this game was over 100 rushing yards in his first two games with the Vikings, and you guys yeah. really clamped down on that. Also, he had no turnovers in those first two games. Yep. That obviously changed yep. playing this defense. Uh, is it just that's what you guys bring? Is you're just going to turn the ball over every game? Yeah, every week. Every week we, like I say, we emphasize turnovers, but also making it hard on QBs by pressure and coverage. Because when pressure and coverage go together, it yep. creates hell for mm -hmm. offenses. So as long as we sound, as long as we on like everybody on the same page, all 11, uh, we're pretty tough to beat. So what I will say about you guys' turnovers is I feel like they mean so much to the game. Like you put the offense in a great position to win. Definitely. But yeah. I like that it's not. You know, when you stress and try to do too much, you put yourself in a bad position. Definitely, I feel yeah. like you guys are playing smart, playing yeah. sound, and then also getting your hands on the ball. Right. Yeah. That's how you win games as a defense. You know, not trying to do too much outside of script, but mm -hmm. being within and making plays within the scheme. Pat, which helps a lot. Oh, I'm sorry, Pat. Pat, it yeah. could have been uh, four turnovers, but there was uh, a flag thrown oh, that's right. on yours. I'm gonna be, be accountable. Okay. I'll be accountable. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I grabbed him at the end, <laughs> but I ran like I ran like it wasn't P.I. Yeah, I Don't wear yourself out. Like yeah. you know, it's coming. Did you yeah. know that that was going back when you were running? I felt it because I don't know what it was like. I, I touched him a little, but he sold it, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and yes. that just gives the refs attention yeah. and. And obviously, when I was running the ball, I ain't, I ain't feel the crowd energy. So yeah, <laughs> like usually running, you like you yeah. feel the crowd energy. The, the crowd was a little dead, so I was like, all right, it's coming back. You need it. You need your audition the worst for that. part about it, you got to job back for the next yep. play. Oh, yeah. I'm dead tired. But uh, oh, you sat on the ground for a minute. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> You're like cover so, two, yeah. run cover two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cover two, zone. Please. Exactly. Because one of the things we uh, we know about you is you don't take plays off. You no. have the longest streak of defensive players playing. Mm -hmm. I think it's uh, what is it? It's like fifteen hundred snaps straight. And we'll touch we'll touch wood Definitely. to make that sure. But I think number two is like at nine hundred and fifty snaps. So I mean you're just blowing everyone in the NFL Whoa. out of the water. <laughs> out of the water, Todd. I'm putting an emphasis on it. Get out of here. Pull it together. He's on the field all the time. He doesn't have time for anything else, Todd. Um, is that when did you become aware of that stat and that streak? I didn't know until they posted it. Yeah, yeah, a couple weeks ago. Um, you know, I just think um, when you're available, it creates a lot of value. Mm -hmm. yep, so yep. Um, that's why I try to do my best. And it, it mm -hmm. all starts with recovery and treatment as well, too. That's a very underrated part of the game. So mm -hmm. yep. just staying on top of that, being available. Yeah, yeah. it's interesting. Whenever I bring up like a, a game when the Broncos defense got beat big time in the past couple of years todd's like oh i wasn't there for that game yeah uh, <laughs> i wasn't available that for that availability one. uh talk from pat how important that is Todd. I, I agree it's important that's why those games went the way they went you know what i'm saying you got to be there you got to support your teammates uh, um i wouldn't let it happen again you know recovery is everything i'm just teasing um and uh broncos are going on a streak right now we're going to talk about the playoffs talk about that and if you want to get in on some playoff odds before last week mm -hmm. it was plus 525 for the broncos I'm to make Everybody now it. it's <laughs> dipped what are you saying i was like i was telling everybody to take that and yeah, i didn't yeah, even take it myself wow. oh, i'm man. tripping i, I know i got a now. big one in. I know. what is it do you know what it is um, now over no. at bet365 because i bet it the right time a couple mm, weeks ago smart. yeah well, you should have bet it when uh it was even more intense a couple weeks ago but if you want to get in those odds check out our friends over at bet365 where <laughs> broncos are favored once again this week against the seven and three Browns. Excited to break that game down with Pat, but go and check out Bet365. Use the code DNVR365 to get either $1,000 in bonus bets of free safety bets or $200 or $150 in bonus bets. Use that code DNVR365. Must be 21 or older, physically located in Colorado. Please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, once help, call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. And if you've been hurt or seriously injured, check out our friends over at Backers and Shanker. Call 222-2222 to set up a consultation. Backs and Shanker wins for Colorado families. They've been winning for over 25 years. And the great thing about Backs and Shanker is you don't pay any money unless they win money for your case. And speaking of winning, they've been winning a lot. They've won over a billion dollars for their clients. And this Avery's a couple months old, so they're probably well, well over a billion by now. <laughs> uh, they have locations all over Colorado, including uh, Denver, Aurora, Inglewood, Fort Collins, they help in all kinds of accidents, incidents, motorcycle, rides here, pedestrians. If you weren't at fault, give Backers and Shanker a call to set up a consultation. 222-2222. All right. So we talked about the 12 takeaways this defense has forced in the past three games. It's 13 because special teams also yeah. forced one of those. Yep. Mm -hmm. Now the Browns, 7-3, and three, mm -hmm. uh, a really yeah. good team, incredible defense, really good running game. Uh, but when you go up against a rookie quarterback mm -hmm. and you're a good defense and you're a defense that takes the ball away, I'll, I'll start off with Todd here. How exciting is that for a defense, a rookie, not just a rookie quarterback, but a guy making his second career start? Yeah, I, 
I, I, I was always licking my chops when, you know, the rookies in there. Because, you know, they're just trying. They're trying to make plays, but they're also going to give you a couple opportunities. My first pick was against a rookie quarterback. Um, Shout out who? Josh Rosen, I think, maybe. Uh, oh, yeah. UCLA. Oh, is that in Arizona? Yeah. Yeah, the pick six. Yeah. Okay. So always happy to have rookie quarterbacks yeah. in the game. And, um, you know, this week specifically, man, I think if you guys can stop the run, there's going to be a lot of opportunity for you guys to eat out there yeah. on the field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's always a lot of opportunity for us. Um, but when it's a rookie quarterback, it changes the whole dynamic. Yeah. Um, obviously, you got to watch your film and do this and that. But like you said, um, you just going in and just be thinking how many plays I can make yeah. going mm-hmm. towards the game because you know in a rookie quarterback with a defense we got going on, uh, we're gonna create as much as as much pressure as possible. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is a great thing for us in, in the back end. Especially yeah. when I look at the Browns, they're a team second best rushing attack in the NFL, even without Nick Chubb with Kareem Hunt, their offensive line really good at running the ball. And so when D- DTR started this pass game for the mm-hmm. Browns against the Steelers, I thought they're going to pass the ball nine times mm-hmm. in this game and run like 60 times. He threw the ball 46 times yep. and had 150 passing yards. Just an insane kind of ratio yeah. there. If they do that in this game, I'm expecting six takeaways from you guys, Pat. Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah, I got so your I word for it. <laughs> there we go. The last time the Broncos had 12 takeaways in a three-game span, they went on to win the Super Bowl. That was like 1997. Yep. I'm not sure if anybody's ever had 18 takeaways in four games. That's mm. crazy. That's got it. I mean, that's got to be that's got to be a record. Well, right now. Retire some jerseys after that. Yeah, exactly. yeah, I mean, right now the Broncos have 19 takeaways on the season, and that's the second most in the NFL. Yeah. So if they were to do that in a four-game span, exactly. that would Ooh. be wild. Um, and uh, when you, when you, I know you're just starting to look at the Browns, but what do you see? Um, I see their offense. Uh, obviously, it's the run-first offense. Um, I think they feed off of it, and that builds on the pass. Um, they got great. Uh, receivers on the perimeter, uh, Mari, mm-hmm. um, Elijah Moore, those type of guys that could uh, create explosives for them. Uh, so we got to keep an eye on that. And um, obviously a new quarterback, um, he could run. Um, yeah. He's very mobile. Um, which is something you got to definitely look out for. It could cause problems if you're not aware. But, um, yeah, those are the things that, that I see uh, throughout the week. So just got to be attentive on really locking in and honing in on that. You didn't have any crossover with Amari at Bama, did you? No. Nah. You guys just, I think you're one or two years apart in terms of running into each other there. Maybe even more. I think nah, he was a 2015. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think he was drafted hair. in 2015. Probably like three, four years. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, three, four so, years. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's crazy. When you look back, he was a fourth overall pick. And that when you see a guy that's a, a top pick, whether or not he's lived up to it yet, are you like, oh, I want to prove that the ninth overall pick was better than the fourth overall pick? Yeah, every time. When you go up against a rookie quarterback, do you uh, do you feel like you try to bait him maybe a little more? Especially yeah. because I would imagine in that offensive mm-hmm. meeting room, they're saying, okay, remember, stay away from Pat. Stay away from Pat. Go to the other side. Go to the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that makes you maybe have to bait a little more? Yeah, um, I just think – even baiting, but as a whole defense disguising, exactly. showing different looks. Yeah. Because, you know, a quarterback would get this look and he, okay, this is what I got in my head. Then after the snap, 
you fooled him yeah. off the mm -hmm. disguise, then it's like, okay, where well, I'm going, where well, I'm going. Then he gets rattled. They say, no, this plays and opportunities in there after yeah. that. So um, just as much as we do good post-snap, I believe pre-snap is a big thing as well too. Mm. this game. Yep. Yeah, yep. that's mm -hmm. key. Because I remember times when we played rookie quarterbacks, like we, we would purposely do different disguises and kind of run different schemes than we really would against anybody else. Mm. Yeah, just yeah. because we knew that, okay, in college he struggled with it. Let's see if he figured, got it figured out. Um, most of the time they didn't. So you yeah. got you to gotta switch it up on them. Mm -hmm. yeah. Obviously Amari Cooper there too, like we talked about. But the only time you played him was your rookie season, right? When he was playing for Dallas. Yeah, my rookie yeah. year. Yeah. Does, does playing against somebody like two years ago, does, does that help now? Or, do, or does the scouting report change so much in that time? I think I think it changes. Yeah. Um, obviously, with the new personnel, um, they probably utilize them different than mm -hmm. years past. Um, so, uh, obviously, you know, I wouldn't get some. I'd say the only thing that doesn't change is, is like probably – his like releases or his routes and mm -hmm. stuff like that. He still be sitting at the line, yeah, like yeah, yeah. He always <laughs> that. You know what I mean? So, uh, and that's what he's good at. Yeah. Um, you know, just um, his releases, his routes, you know, mm -hmm. off the ball stuff, which is very good. So, that's something you know I got to hone in on and look at as well too in the film room. Is that just a Bama thing? Routes, being Maybe. being great at routes. Yeah. You got Jerry and uh, you got Jerry, Kevin Ridley, yeah. uh, Amari mm -hmm. Cooper. Yeah, uh, Devontae Smith, Water. We got a whole bunch of guys. <laughs> yeah. It's so true. It's wild. Yeah, it's, it's a little factory. <laughs> it, it, it factory is. for sure. <laughs> and one of the guys that didn't come from Alabama that's balling right now, Cortland. Yeah. What What Man. did you think? Uh, I mean, what have you thought of his performance over these last few games, specifically at the end of the game this past game? He should be making plays when it matters. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. in those crucial moments, when you need a play, he just go goes up and get it. You know what I mean? And that's just his mindset every time during those moments and rush trust him to make those plays uh obviously and um just seeing that play happen um sunday night it was just great to see because we needed that as yeah. a team that big play and he just happened to make it yeah and mm -hmm. he has three sports center top 10 plays in the past two weeks so in two games he has three <laughs> top 10 plays not yeah. just in the nfl but in all of sports in that mm -hmm. time it it's nuts and I mean that that's the playmaker that, that this yeah. team needs. And now they're not asking Russ to go out and throw for four hundred yards, so you're not seeing a wide receiver go out for hundred and fifty yards, but eight touchdowns leads the NFL in receiving, eight red zone touchdowns leads the NFL in receiving, uh, and he has a touchdown in five straight games. I mean we can't just stop preaching enough mm -hmm. about this guy. Jerry too. Jerry made a couple of big plays. That that one where uh, it's so yeah. good. It's so good. Yeah. How does somebody bite on that? Because you never know. <laughs> you never know. Uh, there's, I mean, you kind of know, though. Nah, you might know. Do a forward, you know. That was crazy. No, it was funny, man. I think, like, Jew would be the only person to do that. Mm -hmm. yes. like, like, try something new like that. That's just him. And it worked. Yeah. You know? yeah. Did you see it when it happened? Yeah, I seen it on the uh, big screen. What'd you think? Like, what was the conversation like? I, I was like... I never seen that before. <laughs> I, I, I literally never seen that before. I thought he was yeah. about to throw it for real. Uh -huh. <laughs> then it pump it. I was like, okay. Then the dude jumped. I was like, okay. It must have must have really uh it was a positive. It turned to a positive for sure. Yeah. Well he had the pass breakup too in the end zone. Like the yeah, he did. yeah, he had yeah. like the big yeah. incomplete, uh -huh. big strap. Yeah. Like <laughs> should he be playing some DB? I mean, Kareem's out. 
Maybe you maybe play him both ways. Hell no. <laughs> Leave him at wide receiver. You ain't trying to play DB, man. You ain't trying to play DB. He seems like he's in a really good place, though. Like, around the trade deadline, maybe... Maybe it was just when we were in the locker room. Yeah. He didn't really enjoy that part of the day. Yeah. But ever since then, and especially recently, he seems to be in a great headspace. Like, he seems like he's having a lot of fun right now. Yeah, the whole team. I feel like there's a different yeah. energy to you guys. Even, like, you know, watching the defense, like, you guys are playing aggressive, but you guys are chippy, man. Like, y'all don't let too many people say too much to you. Like, y'all, mm -hmm. I love the energy that y'all playing with right now. And it's, I mean, when you play at a high level, it feels good. And I can definitely tell you guys are, like, Loving this feeling, you got to keep it going, man. Yeah, I think the energy is very contagious. Yeah, you know, it just spreads around the locker room, then it spreads around the city. You could tell, does. um, great things are happening right now, and you, we just got to keep it going, keep it rolling. And, um, you know, in the NFL, four wins is, is something to you know applaud yourself for, mm -hmm. but we know this is not the stop of it. You know, we're just gonna mm -hmm. keep on rolling, keep mm -hmm. on going because. We got a lot of aspirations and goals ahead of us for us right now. So, mm -hmm. hey, going to, my bad. Going into this game, did you guys talk about uh, playing against Dalton at all? Because there was we a couple times I seen him just he was falling he was on the ground. They were throwing him <laughs> plays. And I was like, they got some energy for Dalton right now. <laughs> Dalton was a little chippy. Okay, y'all yeah. yeah. mm -hmm. was ready though. Yeah, Dalton was ready for sure. Speaking of the guards, I mean Quinn Minard's has become like one of my favorite players to watch because he's just throwing guys around. What do, yeah. what do you think of that? Man, he he's just a bully. Mm -hmm. That's what I look at. I mean, obviously you, I don't think they don't get the credit they deserve. Mm -hmm. uh, just O-Lyman in general. You know what I mean? I just, I just think when you see guys just mauling people and just, you know, doing people dirty and just making plays for the run game to open up, I think that should just get as much credit as a touchdown, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Because when I what I see week in and week out is just him dominating opposing D linemen, which is rare to see like that. And he's doing a great job. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. you've mentioned how you you saw Cortland's catch, you saw you saw Jerry's pump fake. Um, when you're on the sideline, are you able to watch the offense a lot? Because all they show us on the sideline, the camera view is uh, the quarterbacks always mm -hmm. dialed yep. into the iPad. But mm -hmm. is everyone else kind of able to watch the game for the most part? Yeah. Um, you can have your time to watch the game, stand up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Obviously, you go over your adjustments on the sideline, sitting down. But after that time, you can stand up and watch what's going on mm -hmm. on the field so yeah right when you come off there's like probably two or three minutes of like okay. initial adjustments yeah. and then after yeah. that you can kind of you know feel free to Just move around thing. and do your thing yeah, yeah do your thing for man sure. and if you want to be at this next game broncos browns tickets mm -hmm. are only going up you got to check out our friends over at game time use code dnvr to get 20 dollars off your purchase over at game time this past week was an electric crowd and i have to imagine it's going to be electric again for the rest of this season as this team makes its playoff push so use that code dnvr over at game time to get 20 dollars off your first purchase which can be this broncos browns mm -hmm. game and if you aren't going to the game make sure you come over to the dmvr bar and drink some breckenridge beers um yeah come hang out man it's I'm a really good time bars, here. but it's a great time yeah yeah it's a great time it is how yeah. was it this uh past week was it pretty full yeah it was lit it was good. completely good. packed. Good. it was way better than being at the game so oh. I, <laughs> I love it the game was pretty lit too, no though. i know the game it was, was pretty crazy like they had 
had the the light up wristbands and stuff. Like the parachuters came in with like yeah. the lit up. It was a different atmosphere for that game. It was. Yeah, my boy different. TJ was doing the flag. Yeah. That's right. TJ yeah. was up yeah. there. That was awesome. Yeah, it's a vibe. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, make sure you come to the bar, get some Breckenridge beers. The Avalanche is good. We've got the Broncos Country Hoppy Pale Ale right here. Uh, if you want to rep the Broncos, um, all sorts of good beers. You can't go wrong. And uh, if you can't make the bar, check out breckbrew.com. You can figure out where to buy any Breckenridge beer you want near you. All right, let's jump in. Let's look at this playoff standings, exactly where things are, because <laughs> the Broncos are officially now in the hunt. I mean, they're right there. You have the seven playoff teams. The final wildcard team right now uh, is tied between the Texans at six and four, Steelers at six and four, and then in the hunt you have the Bills at six and four as well. Mm -hmm. But then it's five and five teams and the Broncos. Pat, mm -hmm. you guys are right there at five and five, tied with the Colts, who just released one of their highest paid players, crazy, uh, and Shaq Leonard today. You got the Man. Bengals at five and five, who are now without their quarterback for the rest of the season. This would have been crazy to talk about a month ago. Like, playoffs realistically. Mm -hmm. But, Pat, where is the team's mindset now that you're right there? Yeah, I think the mindset uh, shift, for sure. Um, now we're seeing what we could do. Uh, obviously, playoff aspirations is in the air now. So um, we just laser focus, lock in. Mm -hmm. uh, especially in this in this month during the season, like mm -hmm. in November, December, uh, times of the year is – is very crucial because it's big time games coming up, you know, divisional games as well too. Mm -hmm. And uh, we got a chance to make our mark, you know, and get ourselves in that playoff run. How, how much do you guys talk about the standings? Like, especially now that you're you're right back here. Is, is that like a daily conversation of like, oh, look, we're two games back of this team or we're a game back here. Or like, these, this is who's on the schedule. I don't, we don't really look at the standings. It's, it just matters with us that we need to be in it. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Right in the standings, because once we end it, we know what we could do as mm -hmm. a team, which is the mindset, you know, moving forward. So, like last night, did you follow along on that Chiefs Eagles game, and were you a big Eagles yeah, yeah. fan? Definitely, <laughs> <laughs> definitely was an Eagles fan. Just like the rest of Broncos country, because now what's crazy is we look at this, and yeah, there's definitely work to do. Like you said, focus on yourself, and if you take care of business, you, you'll definitely make the playoffs. But only yeah. one game back of the wild card. Only two games back of the AFC West. Todd, yeah. is it crazy to start thinking that way now? No, I think it's important, too. Um, I would say, like, I had very different seasons in the NFL. So Super Bowl winning seasons and also not making the playoff seasons. Mm -hmm. And the seasons we won the Super Bowl or knew that we were going to be good, we always looked at the standings. We always want to know, like, it was between us and the Patriots, like, who was going to be number one in the AFC. So we looked at yeah. it constantly. The years that we didn't think we were going to make it, we maybe not looked at it so much, you know what I'm saying, until we got in the hunt. And then it was like, you know, two or three games less of the season. Okay, mm -hmm. now what do we need to do to put ourselves in a position to win? But the good thing about this team is that you guys are in such a good driving position because not only are you 5-5 five and five now, you completely control your destiny. You're not yeah. waiting on anybody to lose mm -hmm. or hoping another team does bad. Like, you just play well the rest of the season and you're in the, you're in the ship or in the, you know what I'm saying, playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, and you just look at the next two games. The Browns, 7-3. and three, They're in the playoffs right now. Yep. The following week, the Texans, 6-4. and four, They're just one game up on you right now. So that game in two weeks could be to take a, take a playoff spot um, right there, which is, which is wild. And, and what the Texans are doing is wild right now, too. You hear, can we pull that, that graphic back up again to, to just look at this? And, 
I mean, especially Pat after was there even more of a confidence boost after beating the Chiefs and uh, realizing because from an outside perspective, I view it as like if you can beat the Chiefs, you can beat anyone. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. And especially when you're on a four game win streak and one of those wins is against the Chiefs, you can beat mm -hmm. anyone. It, was there kind of an extra confidence boost after that win? Yeah, definitely. Uh, when you beat the Chiefs, um, a lot, a lot is in the air. Um, like, like what Ty was saying, man, we could control our own destiny. Mm -hmm. You know, each and every week, it just matters about, you know, how we approach each and every game. You know what I mean? So, I think the best thing going for us is obviously this win streak, but also knowing these games ahead and where we got ahead uh, on the schedule. Uh, it motivates us even more, you mm -hmm. know what I mean, to win games. But obviously the Chiefs was a, a confidence boost for sure. Is it easier to get fired up for a game like the one on Sunday against the Browns, a team that's in the playoff race versus, you know, a game a month ago when you guys are sitting there one and four, one and five? Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely easy, especially um, during this time. Um, obviously the Browns is a great team. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, when you play teams like that, it, it definitely – motivate you even more to secure the victory before the season sean uh had an article that was posted and he in, in an interview he said he'd be pissed off if this team doesn't make the playoffs does that kind of feel like that's back in the air now like playoffs are bust like now this season's only a success if we make the playoffs yeah that was one of our goals uh prior towards the season um playoffs and more and um obviously we had a good point right now so uh, we're not gonna sell ourselves short Mm -hmm. um, which is the main thing going on, going along in the locker room. And uh, obviously, Sean, he knows what it takes to win and get to that stage. And we just, you know, following the lead for sure. Mm -hmm. Sean's talked about, too, in the past how when a team is winning, you need to – what was the word he used? You, you need to have some emergencies in order to keep them engaged and keep them focused. Yeah. He said that's something that Bill Parcells used to do. Have there been, and, and when he said this, it was a month ago when the team was really struggling. And so someone said, well, have you had, had an emergency? And he said, no, because every, every day is an emergency. Everyone knows how <laughs> critical this is. Has he dropped any emergencies on you uh, in, in this winning streak yet? Um, I mean, yeah. Cause he he's very unpredictable, mm -hmm. um, each and every day, uh, like, like he mentioned uh, during the Bills week, how uh, the linebackers D lineman was getting punch outs, and he he came at the secondary talking about nobody in secondary secondary got a punch out yet, mm -hmm. which was an emergency to him. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. and then next thing you know, uh, J Mac got a punch out during yeah. the game, uh -huh. and you know little stuff like that is just gets us going. Uh, each and every week so yeah that's he a, definitely has those moments yeah that's a good yeah. j-mac heard that uh and speaking of j-mac he said yesterday that some guys are starting to call him mcmillian now but you still uh, go with j-mac yeah j-mac that's how we roll <laughs> yeah, yeah. <J> <laughs> uh, uh, mcmillian's pretty good nickname though too um, yeah i mean j-mac just just flows yeah. around, <laughs> sean has also talked about um i think what he said is there there were a couple times that he went down zero and four in new orleans and then came back to four and four, but somebody pulled the stats and, and basically every time one of those teams went on a run, they lost the next game. And and he said, you know, you can't relax, you can't you exhale. Well, yeah, what is what it? I don't know what's going on I'm asking, I mean, Dang. it's gotta be nice to have like Sean be able to go to that room and say, I've been in this situation before and we screwed this part up. And to have a mm -hmm. coach to be able to come in and say like, 
let's not do this again because I know how easy it is to do it. Uh, has yeah. he brought that up to you guys? Yeah, he always preached about accountability. Because uh, mm -hmm. in the league, you, you never want to be in a position where you feel like you just lackadaisical in your, in mm -hmm. your approach. You know what I mean? And um, you always want to stay on cue, stay on pace and towards winning ball games. And then any little mistake is the difference between winning one and losing mm -hmm. one. So he always on us and always on point about that for sure. Does it seem like sometimes, especially in this winning streak, that when you go into meetings, it feels like you lost a game with how the coaches are talking to you? Because Sean yesterday, I mean, he was more negative than positive, so it's good to get a win, but the, the tape was, was awful. Mm -hmm. uh, they outplayed us in so many ways. Again, it's good to get a win, but mm -hmm. man, it's a tough tape to watch. Do you ever feel like you, you come in on a Monday and you're like, what the hell? Mm -hmm. We won. What, what, why are you talking to us like this? I mean, uh, it just keeps us locked in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, and obviously, he's, he's been through the most, uh, you know, winning Super Bowls, being in the playoffs, so he know what it takes. And, you know, just having that, it sort of really sets you back and give you, you know, a different perspective of it. You know what I mean? We we win the ball games, but how can we win, you know, winning bigger margins or, mm -hmm. you know, just win better as a team? Yeah. So. I, I really feel like coaches kind of, like, coach you harder after you win mm. yeah like sure. even that workout that monday morning workout's a little bit tougher if you do get a win um i feel like you know when you lose i may they may take it easy on you but when you win they hold no punches man they're going for going for it all and now is that sean because you both have played for sean and vance is vance the same way as well or is there a little jekyll and hyde there between the two no i feel like all coaches are like yeah. that yeah. Uh, all coaches are like that even vic when he when he had his time here he would definitely call people out a lot when we won, so a lot. Yeah. I see what you did there. Hey. <laughs> hey, it is what it is. The music would be turned down even more. <laughs> um, oh man, I just I love where this team's going, and like you said, yeah. to be playing in competitive games right now, and to have the eyes, your eyes on the playoffs is awesome. Mm -hmm. All right, Pat, we got a little game to get to after I tell you about our friends over at Primo Hoagies. They've got multiple locations in Colorado. They're all around the country. And Primo Hoagies are the best Hoagies. There's a reason they're called Primo, because they are the best. And if you want to get your hands on them, go to PrimoHoagies.com. You can order a party tray for the game this weekend. If you don't want to cook tomorrow night, uh, before because you're just cooking all of Thanksgiving, you can order Primo Hoagies for the family. You can do that this weekend for the games as well. So check them out. PrimoHoagies.com. It's not just a Hoagie. It's a Primo. And uh, if you need something to drink, get yourself some Spirit Hound. Um, it's an awesome company. They've done all sorts of cool things like win the 2022 Whiskey of the Year at the London Spirits Competition. And it's all made right here in Lyons, Colorado. Um, it's available in 40 states, though. They have a new tasting room in the Highlands. Uh, and if you bring in juniper berries to their location in Lyons, you can actually get a free cocktail because they'll use those juniper berries to make gin because I guess that's where gin comes from. Um, yeah, so if, if you want to check out Spirit Hound, there's stores all across Colorado. You can get it ordered online to 40 states. Um, don't worry, you don't have to get a retriever to track a bottle down. Head over to spirithounds.com for availability and details on how and where to buy. Right on. Okay, before we jump in was to... That, uh, was that a little finger gun right there? You did a good that's job a with that, man. That's, that's <laughs> a fine. You can't I'll, do that. That's against the rules. I'll take it. Yep, yep. <laughs> did we ever find out? Did, was Josie's fine oh. upheld? Oh, I don't know. I haven't. Yeah, I don't I'm know. A, you see, him. Josie was fine for doing the finger guns on the field. Again? 
Um, no, the no, first a couple, time. A couple first weeks time. ago. Yeah, yeah. He has not done it again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I was yeah, going to yeah. ask him about that because Todd said that it was his idea. He's been pushing it to do the outlaw finger guns thing for years. Yeah, I'm not saying it was my idea, but like I've been, I've been trying to get him to do that since I played, like since yeah. we played together. Is there any remorse now? That no, you had it, it, that it, it, was, it was perfect. <laughs> it was perfect. I mean, the picture's pretty it. cool. Exactly. Yeah, and then when he gets that next that. contract, he can just do whatever he wants. <laughs> yeah. 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 The option. Like, who cares at that point? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Have you been fine this year? Yeah, for uniform policies. Mm, I feel like everyone gets those, right? Yeah, man. You can't you can't be swagged up anymore, man. Uh-uh. No. It's so did you sad. change after you got fined, or did you just no. just keep it? Yeah, I ain't changed. <laughs> it's worth it. I love it. it. Yeah, it's worth it. Yeah, what what was the fine for? Like socks not pulled up or what? It was it was socks, then it was um, it was the thigh pads. Oh, with the controller. Before. Yeah, yeah. You can't they have those. Me. Yeah, apparently not. Oh but Speaking of players switching up, you know who does the the uniform infractions, right? Uh, I yeah. know, Carl, right? It's Randy Gratish. I mean, Randy Gratish. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, yeah. bro, it's telling you, man. Once you retire and <laughs> you start working for the dark side, I was, I was man, talking be, with him. We be on his head. Each <laughs> man, you can't vouch for us. You can't do nothing. Exactly. Show us some love. You play, I, man. Show, yeah. Show I some feel love, like they, it should be the opposite. They should not have a former player from that team who's a ring. Of Famer and Hall of Famer yeah. be that because I feel like they'd be too nice, but apparently not. No, it's not the case. Nah, when you start no. working for the man, man. <laughs> I know. I was talking with him because he always sits in that same spot yeah. during halftime. Yeah. Uh, at like the corner of the table, and I finally was like, "Hey, you remember like you like signed a hat for me up in Kalispell, Montana, when a Best Buy opened there when I was eight years old?" And he's like, "I don't think I've ever been to Montana." It's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, you have. I have the hat. So it was a good time. Or did someone fake the signature? Your you dad got, just told you, you that was Randy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this guy's Randy Gratishow. No, he would have chosen somebody else. He would have been like Atwater, like somebody who like I right. would. Right. But right. I don't right. know if you could have like a Atwater in Montana. That that is, oh, that's a, that's it would a have good to be call. Randy. That's a good call. That is a good call. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we hop into this game, uh, I gotta get your guys' take. Thanksgiving in two days. Sean's making a, a little easier of a schedule for you guys. So you get to have the meal. Is Thanksgiving food underrated or overrated? Underrated, because mm. you you probably get that meal only shoot once in a blue moon or yeah, yeah. yeah. once a year, once probably. a year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanksgiving, you probably get it. Oh, maybe yeah, Christmas, Christmas yeah. again. But I think Thanksgiving is more of a priority on the food. Yeah. Mm. yeah. You know Do you guys I mean? agree? Which is oh yeah, even hands down. Oh, one incredible. of my favorite holidays. What, yeah, what can't you love? Like from like. What I don't like when you're older, to, it becomes your favorite. Yeah. People, people yeah. always talk bad about turkey because they're like, oh, turkey's so bad. You have to do ham instead. Turkey's not good. The point is you get turkey one, one day a year, and it's mm-hmm. a vehicle. Like, it's not about the turkey. It's about the gravy. It's about the stuffing. Yeah. It's about all this other stuff. Like, any other time you eat a meat, it's like, oh, this is a great steak. With Thanksgiving, you get to enjoy that the turkey's, like, fine, but then you put the gravy on it. Or you get the match. Like, it's, it's a special meal. Yeah, and it's not just the meal, it's the nap you take after the meal. Oh, That's like yeah. the best sleep you get all yeah. year. Are you, you're not. You, you upset you're not playing on Thursday, Pat? What'd you say? You upset you're not playing on Thursday? Nah. <laughs> no, <laughs> no I, get to, I get to eat. Yeah. 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 Um, you guys are so wrong, though. It's so overrated. And you guys already oh. built the argument for me. Todd, you pointed to the nap. After it, it's food yeah. that just puts you to sleep. Wow. It's um, great. That's, then, a, that's a bold take. And then you guys also, you pointed to it. Yeah. There's a reason you only have it once a year. Yeah. Because if it was such a good meal, you'd be having it once a week. You got to come You gotta come to my house. Okay, okay, okay. I'm not, what, what's your Thanksgiving like menu? What's on the menu? It, it is 
classic stuff. Just only classic stuff. So you get the turkey, which is really overrated. Um, you get mashed potatoes, which is definitely the best part, but that's that's mashed potatoes. Uh-huh. Stuffing's fine. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's nothing special about it. No yams? What do you mean there's you nothing special You don't have any yams, right? Yams, mac and cheese. So you're missing mac and cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we got we to gotta get, get you right. We got to get you right. Yeah, we'll get you right. Don't even worry. Yeah, he got no collard green. You got you got like cabbage. Yeah. Uh, no. Oh no, yeah, we no got it. We got, we got you. Brussels Don't even worry sprouts. about it. Um, Brussels sprouts. Yeah, Brussels oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be done with Thanksgiving too. <laughs> See, maybe oh, maybe it's because of the food, but uh, I would way rather just do like an Italian meal for Thanksgiving instead. Really? Just, That'd be do so much just do that. Just do that today. Just do that on like a Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. You, can do that. you can do that whenever you want. Today, tomorrow, uh, Thursday, I'd be happy. Just do it But I could not do the Thanksgiving meal three It's once a, a year. It's so sad. good. Oh it's my reason God. it's once a year. That's true. That's true. Zach, yes. Zach doesn't have the size to be able to enjoy like I feel like that's half of the fun of Thanksgiving is you get to eat so much. Uh huh. Yeah. I stop when I'm full, so yeah. I don't, yeah. No. I don't know no. 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 About. No. No. Also, I Let's, don't want to go to sleep after the meal because there's what? Fo- it's, uh, there's football on starting at ten in the morning. I mean, you're not going to miss the You're not going to miss the whole game. You might well, miss a quarter. Or but two. it's like it's like when you eat all that food, you can't control the food items. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's coming. Yes. The food, yeah, it's coming. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you don't, you don't know when it's going to come, but it's. It was so nice when the Lions were playing on Thanksgiving because you could always just sleep through that game. Now the Lions are actually good. Like you kind of want to see the Lions. I'm they're, not sure who's playing this year. Always, it's all Outside. NFC always, teams. Yeah. Okay. Which is interesting. So you can take a little nap during Yeah, that. I guess you, you could miss it. Yeah. Uh, do you get really quick? Do you guys think offensive linemen or defensive linemen eat more on Thanksgiving? Offensive linemen. Yeah. Know. Why? Because yeah. I feel like, no disrespect to offensive linemen. <laughs> Definitely disrespect. Coming. They're just, they're built a little differently. Like, I feel like most offensive linemen are like big guys, but they're not like in shape. Or mm. like, fit, like I think most defensive linemen are big, but they're like strong. Yeah, you know what I'm saying they're still built guys. Like Zach Allen is built very differently than Quinn Miners. Yeah, very yeah. differently. And I think Quinn is gonna enjoy a little bit more on Thanksgiving yeah. than Zach. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. They both eat a lot. <laughs> <laughs> they both eat a yeah, lot. You see yeah. it every day. <laughs> I see, yeah, I see it every day, bro. I don't know. Quinn was telling me he's up to 340 pounds now. And he's like, that's why he's throwing people out the club. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Like he was uh, like, and I asked him like, yeah, so you like try to like eat kind of healthy. Like, is it just more of like good things? He's like, ah, you know, like you try to eat some decent things, but like have a couple more little Debbie's too. Like you can kind of eat whatever you want. It's like, that is so nice. If you could just eat as much as you want and say like, yeah, this is good for me work wise. Oh, incredible. You know what's so impressive about Quinn, too, is Sean has said how he likes guys playing at their college weight. Even when they're 10 years into the league, he likes guys playing at their college weight. He really hesitates guys changing weight mm-hmm. in an offseason. Mm-hmm. Yet Quinn did that. He added the 15 pounds, yeah. and Sean was asked about it, and he pretty much said, it's rare that I'm okay with the player doing it, mm-hmm. and look how he's playing. Like yeah. It, yeah. It, work, it works for him. Has, has Sean said anything about Thanksgiving? Like, be responsible about how much you eat. Like, don't go crazy. No. At some point. I would, I would hope not. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one day where you can be irresponsible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one thing you can be um, Okay, we, we, we promised a game. So let's get into this game before we get out of here. So we have some fits, some game day fits of your teammates and maybe some other people around the league. Okay. But you don't know who it's going to be. We're going to cover the face up. And we want you to uh, to rate it. And we've got some emojis that you oh, can rate wow. these with. We got an eye emoji. Alrighty. And uh, I just raise it up? Yep, yep. We got a little snowflake, a little cold emoji. All right. Got a little chef's kiss. 
emoji. Yeah, um, these are all good. So, oh, is this a good one? What is this one? I never know. It's like iffy. It's like iffy. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Like, all right. Okay, yeah. Mind, mind your blown. mind blown. Some class. Yeah, okay. solid, solid. I see what's Fire going on. flame. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, oh, man. This the pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> <laughs> Little okay. devil. Okay, okay. Um, Throwing in the bad emojis. Mm, That's yeah. what I've always angry. thought. Yeah. Okay. Need more thumbs uh, and down. And then so strong. Okay, yeah. And then okay. we'll reveal who it is after right. the fact. Um, Just so raise it up to the camera? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Right. So hopefully uh, you here does a good job not showing you who it is. So we can get an oh, honest yeah. review yeah. here. All right. All right, you here. Let's pull these up. Let's see uh, Let's see how Pat... Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> is that I think I know who that is. So we just have, for the people listening, we've got... There we go. That's a lot better. There we got like go. a black beanie and a black uh, t-shirt. And we've got the oh. official score in... Uh, that's a good one. Yeah, he's Shut rolling on. with uh yeah here, do you wanna you wanna show it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> we've got it's a strong a, yeah. strong. strong fit, yeah. Long little fit, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Not too crazy, but it's solid. Yep. I say solid fit. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Ryan behind the scenes threw a uh sleeping emoji up. Because uh, kind of yeah. easy, Oh, I says. thought that was because wow. Yaya took another 10, 15 yeah. seconds to cut back. All right, let's hit uh, yeah, this okay. next one you hear. Let's see if you, you're able to uh cover it up more. Oh, okay. Ooh, we got a yeah, uh, what yeah. is this? Uh yeah. Sharp blazer, yeah, black shirt is. underneath. I think I know who that is too. Yeah, I know. That's I the thing. I, I feel like is. I know. Yeah. You can't hide money, man. When you got money, this guy looks thinner in the suit. We've got a oh, clap, but you know who it is? Justin got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Well, what gave it away? Uh, I seen I seen the chain. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. yeah. went okay. uh, across <laughs> yeah. the piece chain, so uh -huh. that gave it away, but. Yeah, I had to give him an applause for that. Yeah. Also, yeah. very smooth. I appreciate is. Alex in the comments smooth saying, selling. looks like Hank. I <laughs> really yeah, appreciate no, it, that. It doesn't. Where? It doesn't <laughs> right there, at all. Alex, right there. Looks like Hank. No. Hi, Alex. He was talking about know. the security guard in the background. No, the he was picture. not. Yeah. No, he was not. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, Henry. That blazer. Um, you wear wait. something like that? What? You wear something like that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely not. <laughs> so, he would I go, I go to the grocery store. Yeah. I go to the gym. Henry, I can every, find a spot. every day yeah. I'm like, oh, you wear the same thing as yesterday? And you're like, no, I just have four pairs of. Yeah, this. I've you got wear, like a few of the same sweatpants. You wear the exact same thing. Do you have like, I have another version of these with like the hole. I feel like your closet is kind of like SpongeBob. So where like he yeah. opens it, it's all like square <laughs> pants. <laughs> it is kind of that. Yeah. I've got like my three, four hoodies. Looks good on you though. Hoodie. I yeah. think you look good. And I like okay. your hats. You have great hats. I appreciate that. Man. <laughs> I have four, five. Um, speaking of fits. Humble over hype. Is that what we got going today? Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, it's a um it's a company. I've been I've been wearing this since college. Um it just basically represents um I say the meaning for it is hype enough to know that I'm good, but humble enough to know he's greater. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is talking about, you know, lowered up above. Uh just being humbled in everything you do, but um just understand that you're good enough to understand what he gave you mm -hmm. and extend to towards that. So that's dope. Love yeah. that. It's fresh. Dope. It's fresh uh, sweatshirt too. That's Appreciate nice. it. Yeah. Uh, let's get to a, a couple more of these. You hear? Um, okay, we're yeah, rocking uh, an <laughs> orange <laughs> short sleeve button down. I don't know. What, what do you, is. What do you think? You guys know who this is? I've got an idea. Um, oh, I, know I think exactly. I know who that is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let me see. Oh, you've seen yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, well. 
That's, My bad. that's fair. I won't answer. Well, what would you guys go for this one? Uh, this. This. Oh! It, oh! Cool. Yikes! Yeah. Yikes! Face. It's, it's, it's all right. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I might go with the sleeping one. Yep, Samaje. See, I can yeah. appreciate this because that's like Montana style right there. If he took the, the took the chain off, I just but, feel like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like Carhartt, like the hat, all that stuff. It's a good looking dude up there. You would rock that. Ah, I mean, you know what I rock. I do. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I do. All right, final one here. You here? What are we looking at? Mm. I mean, yeah, I know that is. Big, okay, one more. We got we got big boy here. Uh, another suit coat oh, I know with uh, the white tee underneath and uh, got a chain. Two chains. What, do we say two chains? Yeah. You guys know who this is? I do. Yeah. Yeah. What are we going with? Oh, ice cold <laughs> for the blue. I cold like emoji. it. Yeah. Yep. I like that. And Clean. that is Purcell, right? Yeah. 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 MP. There we go. Clean, Love my it. boy. All right. We got one more here. You here? Let's pull it up. I have an idea where he may be going. I on do this as well. One. Yes. And, uh, mm, <laughs> this fit. We got, we got a nice red blazer. Yeah, he's proud of that. Do we have the tie underneath where is it? too? Where is it? And uh, man, this looks like a perfect one for Christmas Eve game. Ooh. All flames. Fire flames. Why'd you give it flames? Because it's, it's you. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that is nice though. That is nice. that it that's like a quarterback suit. Quarterback suit. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. It is. Except yeah. maybe not like Peyton. I don't no, know it's like Peyton a Joe Burrow would, suit. Would, yeah, exactly. It's like a cool quarterback yeah, yeah, suit. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. You got the sunglasses calm, too. That's calm, something that Joe would wear. Yeah. Um, okay, before we get out of here, we got a couple of super chats. Is that right, you hear? Um, let's put oh got it. A oh, decent geez. amount. Romel says, Congrats to you and the team on the win, Pat. Are you seeing similarities between Sean Payton's culture and Nick Saban's culture at Alabama? Roll Tide. Yeah, I see a lot of similarities. Um, obviously, they both possess that winning culture, uh, mm -hmm. and they bring the best out of us, uh, which is very similar. And um, no experience in that time with Nick mm -hmm. and experience that time now is sort of like deja vu mm -hmm. in a way, which is a great feeling. Yeah. There's, there's one difference, though. I feel like Sean doesn't yell as much. <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah, I don't right. think it's as much. Yeah, um, but yeah. So I was talking to Jerry the day uh, Sean had all of the the Jordans because Jordan's sponsoring Sean, and so I was talking to Jerry about it, and Jerry was hyped because he got new shoes. Um, I was like, it's kind of crazy. It Sean has a deal with Jordan, right? Like even Nick Saban doesn't have one of those, and he just said Sean is not Nick. So there's like a there's like a coolness factor there that Sean has that Nick Saban doesn't. According to Jerry. Mm, according to Jerry. What, I think there's something to that. Was they, it on, got, they got different personalities, mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. I feel like you have to be like that as a college coach, though. Like, they almost have to be like, you, you got to, like, discipline guys. I mean, like, the kids not to. adults. I, no? I mean, no? a, lot of, a lot of coaches got their way of doing things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, their command of excellence. Uh, it just so happened, you know, Saban just have his, you know, his... Hard style of coaching, mm -hmm. which brings the best out of his players, of course. So, you probably didn't get yelled at too much, though. I wouldn't think. Not as much, but I've, I've definitely got. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely got the worst worst parts of it for sure. Well, because he's a DB, so he probably yeah. spent just a, mm. a little extra time with you guys. Yeah, True. for sure. I saw something. There was something on social media this past week where it was a former Alabama player 
Um, maybe one of you guys sent it to me. I don't remember. But a former Alabama player was asked what it was like playing for Nick Saban. And the person said, the player said, I don't know. I barely saw him. And it was like, what? Was he, like, not around? No, nah, he was around. That just, I would think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, he was around. <laughs> All right. Danny <laughs> says, great run. Still some flaws, but make it even more special that they're overcoming them. Forget what, Forgot what it feels like to feel hopeful for the Broncos. Another yeah. reason to be thankful this holiday. Keep up the great work, DNVR and Pat. Thank you so much, Denny. We appreciate that. Nick chimes in and says, Todd, what was the feeling from the defense going into the uh, the Texans game in 2016. It was the Osweiler game. It felt personal for us. Was it for you guys? Uh, yeah, I want. I wanted to get uh get to Brock. I think I got a second that game, so uh, oh. it was a little personal. Uh, we didn't hate the man or anything like that. <laughs> uh, I think if he had his way, he probably would have stayed at Denver Bronco. Um, didn't work out financially, but yeah, we definitely wanted to win that game. That was in Denver, right? Yeah, that was that. Yeah, that was in Denver. And the previous game before that, Broncos-Texans in Denver, do you remember what happened in that game, Todd? You weren't playing. Mm -mm. There was a hit on a quarterback, and it took part of Matt Schaub's ear off. Oh, wow. Oh. Yeah. I forgot about that. Who was it? It was... uh, (laughs) That's terrible. Yeah, Joe... Oh, oh, that was uh, Joe Mays. Joe Mays. Yeah. Hit, I mean, talk about a different NFL. Yeah, he was, and that was yeah, like yeah, only yeah. a decade ago. He Took hit Matt Schaub. Must have hit his helmet or something because oh, it ripped his helmet off and the helmet ripped part of his ear off. Yeah, Joe Mays could oh. hit. Yes, I mean, he could. Then I got a little welcome to the NFL on like that a kickoff or something. You about. did? <laughs> that sounds very painful. That yes, sounds terrible. Yeah. Um, our guy Cody says, what wide receiver do you want to cover that you haven't covered yet, Pat? Oh, that's a good one. That uh, is. I can think of one. I went against the... <laughs> I can think of one. I want, I want to see. It's topical, uh, too. I went against a pretty good one so far. I'd probably say A.J. Brown. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't went against him yet. I yeah. think that would be a great matchup. He doesn't want to go against this. you, though, because he said you're the best oh. cornerback in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I want to take on that challenge for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I was disappointed we didn't get to see Justin Jefferson last week. Obviously good for the team to not have to play him, but that would have been a lot of we fun. We know because he's on your mm-hmm. fantasy team. Yeah, we've had the discussion. That's why you picked the Vikings to <laughs> yep. win the game. Yep. And not the Pat Broncos. was right. Zero points. Yeah, that's there you go. true. You yeah. should have benched him. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good call. Sorry for y'all fantasy, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of Justin Jefferson fantasy, he put out on Twitter today, I don't care about your damn fantasy team. He did. I'm gonna, my health is more important than your fantasy team. Yep. Stop Bats. sliding into my DMs. Don't. Be sliding in players' DMs, screaming a fancy yeah. about them. Please don't. People do probably ever, never, don't do that with you, right? Because you're defense. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on defense. Yeah. But I can't. I can't imagine. You never that's get. That's just crazy to me. Do you ever get like the opposite? It's like after this week, like if Amari has a tough game because you're covering him. Does anybody ever say like, ah, oh, he couldn't have lightened up on him a little bit? Nah, <laughs> no. 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 Nobody comes at you. <laughs> okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, They'll come at them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You play. You played Justin Jefferson in college, though, right? Yeah. In mm-hmm. College. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, how to go. There were some fun games. Yeah, it's some it's some pretty good games. Uh, I ain't gonna lie. First year, my freshman year, we blew them out. Then my sophomore year, that was when they came yep. to our crib and just offense was just lights out. I mean, that was their year. But uh, yeah, we we had a few uh, battles in college. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a great matchup. All right, and Les rolls us out of here. He says, it seems like the mood changed in the locker room when nobody got traded before the trade deadline. Did that motivate the team? Happy Thanksgiving. 
Yeah, it definitely motivates the team because it's great when you keep all the guys together. Mm -hmm. uh, nothing happens. And I think it just builds on the camaraderie that we have, you know, prior to the season and building in towards the season, which is great. And, you know, obviously having this win streak, it, it means even more, uh, which is a great thing. And kind of playing off that, the final thing for you, Pat, there was a port last week, a week after the trade deadline passed. You obviously weren't traded, but there was a port that seven teams called the Broncos about trading for you. Three of them made offers. What do you think when you hear that? Shoot, man. Uh, NFL is a business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's just one of those things where uh, you got to control what you can control. But obviously during that time, I'm pretty sure – you know, there's, you know, players on the team that had offers, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, obviously teams want to negotiate, you know, get things fixed all around. But, you know, I'm just glad that, you know, I was able to stay here. Yeah. You know I mean, with the Broncos. So you ever curious what your value would be? You ever go up to George office, George's office and be like, so what were those deals? <laughs> <laughs> I know I, I, I don't get into it that much. Uh, you know, the value is upon those teams uh, mm -hmm. on what they think of me. What they yeah. value of me. So well, it was kind of interesting. One of the reports was like the 49ers and the Eagles both really wanted you, mm -hmm. but they also really wanted to make sure that you didn't go to the other team. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, well, we'll give up something crazy if you're actually mm -hmm. going to let them get them because those are like the top teams at NFC. But mm -hmm. end of the day, obviously, Broncos, Broncos wanted you more than they did. Yep. Otherwise, yep. they uh, they would have made the deal. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy, and this show has been awesome, Pat. The four-game win streak has been crazy and awesome. And uh, take care of business again, and uh, we look forward to the next PS Tuesday. Thanks yeah. so much for rolling with us today, Appreciate y'all, man. All right, we are yeah. out of here tomorrow. Tune in, final predictions of the week with Thanksgiving coming up, 11 a.m. Thank you so much for rolling with us. Enjoy the rest of your PS Tuesday.